Bear Down Bears fans, welcome into another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Pat the designer, John Yerkovich in the building. Couple of uh, interesting, it's going to be a fun podcast here, Yerk. Uh, EO's got some things to throw our way to react to Super Bowl-wise, and uh, I want to hear your reaction to... Uh, Colin Cowherd's comments from yesterday about uh, Caleb Williams. Let's jump into it. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star review. <coughs> Excuse me. Y'all know what to do as I die here. Uh, first things first, how you feeling? Good kid? I'm feeling great. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, is it any different than what was said earlier in the year? This one is about Caleb Williams where basically Caleb is – he doesn't want to play for the Chicago Bears. He doesn't want to go to a city that – hasn't developed a quarterback. It's kind of – he may pull maybe an Eli Manning here Is this of sorts. innuendo or John Elway? John or John Elway as well, yeah. That. And then Eli, Mandy, Eli Manning uh, decided he didn't want to play in San Diego because he was too good for it. Yeah. And went to New York and was betrothed the quarterback position. Uh, <laughs> betrothed. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't really care what Caleb Williams thinks. Yeah. I don't really care what Colin Coward says. Yeah. So those are my first two initial thoughts on it. You got the first pick. You're going to choose who you want to choose. Things are slotted. You don't have issues anymore with guys holding out because they want, you know, Sam Bradford money coming out of college. Yeah. Those days are long gone and they're behind us. Uh, he can make any inclination you want. Now, maybe he's doing the Bears a favor. Um, maybe you take a look at him and you see other quarterbacks you might like a little bit better anyway, and you let him keep opening his mouth and running his trap. Hopefully, it doesn't turn off other teams. Yeah. And, you know, they believe he to be the quarterback that he's being pumped up to be, and they want to make a trade with the Chicago Bears. So that's not a bad thing either. Uh, if I were the Chicago Bears and I thought Caleb Williams was the premier quarterback in this draft, yeah. I would go in there and I'd take him with the first pick and I'd present him with the jersey. I'd welcome him to Chicago, the city of big shoulders. Uh, you are not too big for our city. Don't you ever go believing that you're too big for our city. Right. Come on in. You win a Super Bowl here, they'll remember you forever. Now, this Period. is not this That's isn't it. Caleb saying these things. This is just oh. Collins' report so it's not on Caleb. how okay. Caleb Williams feels. So well, that's that's well, why. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not how Caleb Williams feels. Either Caleb Williams said this, right, or Caleb Williams did not say this. Right. So if somebody's telling me Caleb Caleb Williams is feeling this way, then they're getting a an account from Caleb Williams that this is the way he feels. So it's, it can't be – it either has to be it's coming from Caleb Williams or it doesn't exist. Right. Can't be conjecture by some sports guy, know-it-all. Okay, it can't be that. I was going to say, but this is Colin. We know he'll do no, these No, but it can't things. be that. And I don't know what Colin does. You'd have to listen to Colin to know what he does. I don't listen to him. So I think, I think the point is either Caleb Williams is saying it or it's not saying it. So right. – I'll go back and just say I'd ignore all of it and just do what I'm going to do as the Chicago Bears organization and not care what the rhetoric, because now it's being presented to me as rhetoric. Right. Yeah, I don't care what the rhetoric is. I don't care what the noise is. I don't care what people want to say. I'll, I'll evaluate the position. I'll look at it. If he's clearly the best quarterback and we decide that's the direction we're going to go, we draft Caleb Williams. It's not his choice um, in this process of the NFL draft. He doesn't have a choice. He's coming out team with the first pick has the right to choose him. That's the way the cookie crumbles. 
four, five, six years from now, if he wants to leave, he can choose to leave, but not until then. The one thing I thought was could be a possibility in all of this is, what if the Bears are floating this? What if this is a little bit of uh, trying to hype up even more on that first pick overall? I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you're the Bears, why would you want to send that out to, to people that you don't want somebody coming to your well, organization? Well, the, the, the final, the, the, a part of it was that he yeah. wants to play in Washington. Washington now has the number two overall pick. Maybe this entices Washington to say, oh, he wants to come home and play here. More willing to trade up in that scenario. Who's the co- coach out there now? Uh, they he just hired, hired uh, yeah. I can't think of his Dan name. He's Quinn. the youngest coach. Oh, Dan it's Quinn. Quinn, Quinn is Quinn. out there. Quinn See, is out not there. Not the youngest anything. No, no, no. Yeah. Who, ju- who just got the youngest Dan coach Quinn in the is NFL? A guy is what he is. Um, Seattle. Seattle just got the youngest yeah, coach in the NFL. 36 yeah, six years old out there. But yeah, yeah Dan Quinn out there. I mean, yeah. I don't know if Caleb. I don't know if he he loves Washington that much. I haven't seen a lot of guys from I Washington. The, I, I don't know if the Bears are smart enough to try to pull that. That's a multi-level game. Yeah, that's like a six-dimensional game that you're trying to play. Well, we've seen Inception. Ryan playing some 4D chess in, here. In, 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 Inception. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what the Claypool move was. That was a half a dimension. That was that was half a yeah. dimension. Sweat, little 4D though, little 4D chess well, and sweat. I think that's <laughs> what you expect the trade to work out for you. That's yeah. how you want it to work out for yeah. you. Um, you know, Valus Jones Jr. That was Mahjong. That was a little Mahjong. And 13, the young kid, I'm going to give him a little bit Tyler of a break Scott. because it's first year. So I'll give him a little bit of break. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't react to the noise early on. Right. Because um, there's going to be a ton of it. Yeah. This is just the beginning of it. We're yeah. two months away. And this is, to, to me, whatever Colin Coward said was nothing different than what was presented earlier about Caleb Williams and the Chicago Bears. So, right. There's nothing new. Just because uh, Colin Coward said it again doesn't mean it's anything. <laughs> Colin Usually, said, he's such means, an interesting dude. It's man. nothing. <laughs> Usually it means it's nothing. He was in studio with us one time. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Fan of Colin? Who? <laughs> How can anybody be a fan of Colin? I, you, I, we barely fit in a studio with his ego. Oh, my God. Nobody comes in more more in love with himself than Colin Coward. I'm telling you. Between, between him and Skip Bayless, the size of their egos in their heads, they'd be perfect for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parades. Oh my! God. Their thoughts about what they think about each other, you know. Yeah. So, and I like Skip. Skip's a good guy. I, only thing I, I just I don't like whenever this time comes around. Colin is the main guy pushing the, oh, this is why this guy's a bad guy. He's in California, though. You know, it's all California crap. Yeah. You know, if that earthquake had ever hit and it would slide into the ocean, I think the world might be a better place. (laughs) Just Colin or California in totality? California in totality. From the San Andreas Vault all over the place. (laughs) They've been predicting it for years. You're you're waiting for the day? Probably the same as the rest of all the crap we hear nowadays. <laughs> you all right, Pat? I'm all right. Doug, I'm not going to lie to you. The Who yeah. was the greatest look of all yeah. time. <laughs> you a no. fan of Colin? No. <laughs> no, listen, I, everybody's. Uh, I, I love our business, and I love the fact that people get a chance to express their opinions right. across the country. 
uh, differing opinions about different players and different organizations. So I respect the fact that everybody gets a chance to talk and to operate and, uh, you know, to, to make a living for themselves. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I think we're doing better than some of the print media out there. Oh, yeah. So I cheer for our industry. I don't cheer against our industry. And I wish, uh, I wish luck to our fellow brethren out there that are print writers. <laughs> I love it. I love they, it. Now, that's truly thought out deep sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. So. Rather than my usual just sarcastic smart-ass self that I usually am, <laughs> let me settle down a little bit and, you know. I mean, I like to be funny and I like to have a good time and I like to laugh. Right. And I usually like to laugh at the expense of other people, yeah. but sometimes there's some self-deprecating humor out there also. But uh, I, I would caution everybody, um, don't get too caught up in the rhetoric because it's all crap. Um, it, it's all garbage. It'll fly out one day. It'll, it'll be taken back two weeks later when you get some more information. So, yeah. um, I mean, I know we're in the entertainment business, so we want to entertain, which is why I choose to make fun of the information and the people who disseminate the information. <laughs> who, who throw that information Today you out are Pat the Disseminator. I am Pat yeah. the Disseminator. Disseminator. Disseminating right. information for the world. I'm not mad at it. Every no, day. You should. A That's not one. a bad thing. A little new one. Right. I, anytime you get a new Pat the whatever it That's is. Right. My dad called me one day and he's like, why did Yurko call you... Would you call me Pat the Destroyer or Pat, Pat the, the... Yeah, I, I call you a lot of things. <laughs> you called me something the other day, on the, the other day you were Pat the Philosophizer. I called you Pat the Penetrator one time. Pat the Penetrator. That's what he said. He called yeah. me. He goes, why did Yurko call you Pat the Penetrator? Multifaceted like, now. Said, if you played football in high school, yeah. you could have been a, a three technique, and you were known for your penetration to get okay. into the backfield and cause chaos. Yeah. Could have been the point guard. Or a two, yeah, and you yeah. could have got the ball on a standing dribble and found a way to get by your guy and penetrate to the hole. Yeah. And or, I'm assuming you have children. I do. I do have a, uh, I do have a singular In that daughter. department, you could be Pat the Penetrator also. So, do you know what I'm saying? It's hey, multifaceted. Not, yeah. A lot of different layers involved and with that one. we call that a triple entendre. That's it. Called. I triple like that. Entendre. And uh, the philosophizer the other day, because you're thoughtful. I appreciate that. And today, Disseminator. Pat well, the disseminate. Disseminator because you're disseminating information today. That's what we do. All right. Yeah. I EO, agree with you, EO, Pat. EO apparently has a list of I'm things, ready. a list of storylines from the Super Bowl that we need to be paying attention already? to. Oh, yeah. We got two weeks till the Super Jeez. Bowl, and he's coming in hot. I was I was sleeping this week when it came to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you you you're not you're not paying attention to the well, Pro Bowl I, at all. Yet? Uh, uh, what, <laughs> there's a Pro Bowl. What are guys catching punts with six balls in their hands? I used to catch punts with two balls. Didn't, hey yo, Whoa. all right, yo, uh, we turn it over to you, veteran <laughs> right. newsman uh, Eric Estrada. What do you got, Eric? No, it's weird as you guys are literally right behind me right now. Yeah, we. See Anyways, you. all right. So Super Bowl storylines. If the Chiefs win. Where will Mahomes' legend be vaulted to? He's still in the same spot to me. He's third. He's the third greatest quarterback right now. You got Brady, who and who? Brady, Montana, and, and him. Brady, Montana. And I, I think I think rings. I, I'm a person that believes that. Not to take anything away from what he's done, I think the run that he's on is probably the greatest run we've seen in football to start a career, but. I do believe that winning does, should mean something at the end of the day. I know now it's, oh, he made it there, though, and you got to give him credit for making it there, 100%. But how I, often I, do you win I, I Brady one? I think he's in the top five. and he For me, he moves up a position. Yeah. So I got him top five, and he moves up a position. So he's already top five. I think, Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady is clearly number one. Yes. 
Um, now nah, I got Marino in my top five too. So obviously, All Super right. Bowl championships okay. don't matter to me. The, uh, what Danny Marino did in '84 was something people never seen. Right. I mean, he 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 took the world on on its ear, and he said, "Here it is." So I'm the kid from Pittsburgh that got high, and boom, I dropped in the draft, went to Miami, and I'm kicking ass. Right. So I, I still like Marino. I still like Favre, but I think Mahomes. And then I got to plan out a little bit what he's going to be. So already, I mean, already at this career, Patrick Mahomes is better than Brett Favre. Yeah. But I still got to think about the totality of it all. Um, the fact that Mahomes could be talked about being in the top five, I think, is is, is kind of an achievement on his on on, the, on his part early on. So I'd say five, four, you know, in that range. Uh, if he wins, you move into four. No, yeah, all right. Yeah, not mad at it. What else you got for Zia? All right. So last time Kyle Shanahan was in the Super Bowl, twenty-eight to three. We're all familiar with that. He's also <clears throat> talked about in high regard across the NFL. Everyone that is a nerd in the NFL has a crush on Kyle Shanahan and all his people. There you go. Yes, right. And two. his whole tree around yeah, him. His whole school of, of Shanahan. Yes, his neophytes, if you will. Um, what does... I thought, thought that was a bug. Yeah, big word. Ooh, neophyte. What does this game mean to Kyle Shanahan? Uh, I think this is this is change your leg, uh, change your right. It's again. it's to get him over the the hump. Yeah, he, he's been there what now right. twice. He's climbing the mountain and he's falling down before reaching the peak. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like climbing Mount Everest and having a Sherpa got to take you down because you ran out of oxygen. You know. Yeah. Old Tenzig Norgay is carrying Kyle Shanahan <laughs> down after that game, going, "We almost got there. We almost got it." Uh, I think this is for him to get there, and you're right, secure the legacy. Yeah, this is this is to cement. Now not, you're now not, you're like your pappy. Not to take it, yeah. Not to take anything away from what he's accomplished, but yeah, to to become where it's not. Oh well, it's Mike Shanahan's son. It's literally nope. It's just Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. So same. I'm going with the coach on the other side now. Andy Reid, Yurko, you're familiar with him. Of course. Mm-hmm. What does a win do for his level on the Mount Rushmore of coaches? So you got you you, you got. Is Belichick one now? Belichick. Yeah. Shula. Lombardi. Shula. Belichick, Lombardi, Shula. Palace. No, oh, Papa Bear's got to be up there, Papa but Bear. Pa- you know Papa Bear more for being the guy that was around when they were founding the league too, right? right? Yeah. One of the first guys that played for him, then he ended up coaching for him. So yeah, I mean Papa Bear's up there. I I, I think the Mount Rushmore is a little unfair for when it comes to coaches because Andy Reid gets there. This would be his third, and he's gone to like six, maybe. Uh, yes, right. He now, went to and he's done it with two, two different, in yeah, two different organizations. One he's in been Philly? able to do it. He went to the Jacksonville, the Jacksonville one he was at, right? He went to the one that was in Jacksonville with Prince. Purple rain, purple rain. I think he just went to. He has been to five Super Bowls. This one being the fifth, right? Uh, keep reading. Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think it changes anything. I think it both, if I'm being honest. Well, his numbers are starting to go up there. Well, it depends if you have him off Mount Rushmore, right? Does he start to become Mount Rushmore? Nobody's taking Belichick off that. There's no arguments well, against I Belichick. Think, I think the two you probably got, or the three you probably got locked in there, are Belichick, Lombardi, Shula, right? 
those are the top three coaches probably in NFL right. history. Right, and then so does Hallis move more like to the Mount Rushmore's of the creators and the legacy of the league? Does he become crazy horse? Yeah, yeah the, exactly. The, the, does he have the, his the own monument? The own yeah. monument with the big hat on there. Him and Bear Bryant, they can sit right next to each other, both with their chapeaus on on the sidelines. Yeah, I, I would say probably. Yeah. Because now you're you're so far into the league, you got to – it's all about the winning that if, you've done. If yeah. Andy wants to coach, say, for five more years, and they average what they've averaged in the last six years, which is 12 <laughs> wins a year, now with 17 games, you're more likely to get to 12 if yep. you're a good team. Yeah. This was an off year for him during the Super Bowl. Right? This, this is an off a, year. This was an off year. This was an off year. They, they lost still their win first 13 game. games, though? No, I think they won, they won 11 and 6 or 12. 11 and 6 this 11 year. 11 and 6 this year. Yeah, this was a was little bit year. of an off year, year for them. Yeah. A little bit of a down year. 11 and 6 down year. I can't wait till we can say that about the Chicago Bears <laughs> with Caleb Williams as quarterback. <laughs> we got time. Know. We got time. We'll see. All right, what else we got? What else we got? All right, next. So from the coaches to Mahomes, now to Brock Purdy. Does Brock Purdy have the most to gain and lose from this game? Well, statistically speaking, on a number of different metrics, Brock Purdy was the best quarterback in about nine different categories this year. He didn't have the most touchdowns. He didn't have the most interceptions. Um, he didn't have the most yards. Right. didn't have the most touchdowns. So, you know, in some of those statistical categories that people take a look at every single day, in one of his biggest games of the year against Baltimore, he had zero touchdowns and four interceptions. So that's what a lot of people remember. But uh, if San Francisco wins and Brock Purdy gets to do it in his second year, I think it just kind of solidifies the fact that they got themselves one hell of a quarterback at the end of the year. They got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're more than happy to take a gigantic loss on Trey Lance because they're convinced that Brock Purdy was their guy, and it looks like he might be their guy. Yeah, I think it. to me, when I think about Purdy, I don't know if this – listen, a Super Bowl ring puts you in that ring of guys that have won, so it does elevate your status. But for me, this Super Bowl isn't about Purdy. This Super Bowl is about San Francisco as a whole going out there and getting sure. the win, right? Like this is the first Tom Brady Super Bowl where it was like, what did Tom do great in that Super Bowl? He didn't get in the way. Brock, don't get in the way. You well, can be the reason that you right. end up winning at the end of the day if they need you. I to mean, be. he threw for 145 yards. Yeah. I mean, that that's what he did. He only threw for one touchdown pass that specific day. I think, right. he, had, I think he had a couple of interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, I mean, Ty Law returned the interception for a touchdown, two field goals, and the one passing touchdown. That was it right. out of, of Brady. Still not the worst. Not the worst. No. Stat line from a starting quarterback. No. The worst stat line for a starting quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger in his rookie year. How many completions he had? No, how many? Nine. Nine completions. Zero touchdowns. Antoine Randall L. threw for the touchdown in that game. So Roethlisberger, and Roethlisberger went on to become a pretty damn good quarterback right. and led Pittsburgh to the playoffs, and I think... If I'm not mistaken, got another one. Two more Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one or two. Did, I, did, I don't uh, remember. Beat but. Arizona out and beat out. Yeah. Beat Ar no, and lost to the Packers. And lost to the Packers. And lost so to the Packers. Two. He's right, got he's got two of them. He went to three. But that's the worst performance by a winning quarterback. You know, in like uh, what I'd call from 2000 on. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the old one. But I think that's the yeah. thing about the Super Bowl. Brian where... Greasy and Fran Tarkington don't <laughs> count. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think Bradshaw's got a similar game. He's like, he's got a Super Bowl win where he was 9 for 
15, I want to say, right. in that game. But, but at least – One touchdown, two right. picks, I think. At least you saw him, though, throwing the ball, and it was much more of a running game. Yes, 100%. Franco Harris and Rocky Blyer were getting the football. 100%. Yeah, and then the, the rare throw downfield where either uh, Lynn Swan – or John Stallworth was making something magical happen down down the field. Do you even remember the tight end for that team? Was it Frenchie Fuqua? I think that's who it could that have been. That sounds right. Frenchie that's Fuqua. crazy. Nobody knows who the hell the tight end is because the tight end never got the football. <laughs> with that the sounds Pittsburgh like a Steelers. hairstyle. Yeah. A Frenchie Fuqua? A Frenchie yeah. Fuqua? I, 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 I think he was Yurko, the tight end. you wearing a Fuqua right well, now? I, I could be. <laughs> I'm going to need one here if this hair doesn't start to grow. I'm going to go get me a fresh Fuqua hey, for my that, head. Hey, that's what they're calling it in Turkey now. That's how you get the yeah. Deion Sanders bag, a little Fuqua. I, I need one. <laughs> Never roll with a Deion. What you well, got I look you. at the back of Love my it. head, and it's just scandalous. All right, speaking of aging, uh, is this <laughs> losing hair? That's part of aging, right? Is this Travis Kelsey's last game? I don't mm. think so. I don't think so. Jason Kelsey, Yes. Jason Kelsey's done. He's played his last game of football. He's probably going to go to the booth. He'll probably be pretty good. You know, the only thing I can tell these guys, don't try to become too polished. Just say it the way it is. Like if you were watching film, uh, you're watching film with the guys. You're looking at it. Be honest. Be brutal. Go after it. Because that's what people respect. People don't respect the trying to be polished and then and flaking off into a different. Uh, don't go in with a shtick to me. I think yeah. that's what killed Romo, right? Romo was so connected to the game where he could. Oh, I, they're going to do this. They're going to make this was, play. They're going to. That then, was early, right? That's what I'm saying. As it got further away, and it right. was like, hey, yeah. you haven't been in a huddle in a while, guy. They're calling stuff different. And not only hadn't been in a huddle, but then you're less familiar with the players. Yeah. Like the first year I was out of the league, I knew everybody in the league. Yeah. Ten years out, Phil Dawson. <laughs> That's who was left, the kicker, Phil Dawson. He was a rookie with me in Cleveland. Everybody was gone. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was gone. So, uh, yeah, the further you get away from the game, that's the challenge and, and, and the problem. So, yeah, I think Jason's retired, but I think Trevor, I think Travis. Trevor's got another two years. To, uh, what's his name? Travis. No, I call him Trevor. Okay. He's the Kelsey brother he, that's he, he forgotten. Gets his, he yeah. gets his name. Come on. Travis <laughs> Kelsey. You can't take away from him. That's what t- Gervin, t- I'll give you. You can't take away from Travis. Taylor calls him Trevor. Uh-oh. Yeah, hey Taylor calls him Trevor. No, I, I think that uh, this will not be his last game. I don't think Travis is a I'm going to go out at the top of my game kind of yeah. guy. I think he's one of those guys that they're going to say, uh, sir – could you please leave so that we could put somebody else if in I was him, and not disrespect you? I'd wait a couple of years. I'd, I'd play two more years and try to set some real tight end records so you can argue with Gronkowski and the tremendous effectiveness that Gronkowski had at scoring touchdowns in the NFL. You'd try to argue with him as being like the top tight end that ever played the game. Yeah. You know, along with uh, Tony, Tony um, Gonzalez. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I, to me, Shannon Sharp isn't the greatest tight end. He's just not. He had a Hall of Fame I don't think career. he's the greatest. Wrong. He's had a Hall of Fame career, so, I mean, he's worthy of being in the Hall of Fame. There's no arguing there. Congratulations. Go out to him. Antonio Gates. I, I think Antonio Gates Shannon, is dominant, Shannon dominant doesn't tell you he's the greatest, though. Shannon, no, Shannon has said that Travis is better than he is. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they I, just I, broke playoff. I think Shannon um, wonderfully understands exactly who he was yes. when he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And that's a good thing. Did, didn't, His brother deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. It's a discussion for another day. If I'm not mistaken, didn't um, Mahomes and Kelsey just break Gronk and Brady's quarterback to tight end touchdown record? Wasn't that how, in a playoffs? Say that again. I believe that 
uh, Mahomes and Kelsey just broke Brady and Gronk's playoff touchdown connection. So, so quarterback to yeah. tight end. Yeah, uh, they've the, done that in six so, years, on, which no. is crazy impressive. Receptions, right? Receptions. He broke Jerry Rice's record, right? Just receptions. Um, receptions by oh, a receiver. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. They, they also, broke Jerry Rice's record. Also, the touchdown Kelsey yeah. scored last week now put them over Gronk and Brady. Right, yes. right. As yeah. a, so that's both. But in the playoffs, right? Yes, correct. In the playoffs, yes. And, and it's, it's just insane. Six years. Yeah. That's six years. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's a lot of games in they six keep years. Going? Yeah. They keep yeah. going to the Super Bowl, so they're playing at least two <laughs> or three games every single year. And since when haven't they won the division? Yeah. So if you don't have to play in the wild card round, Okay, so that means, you know, if you had to play in the wild card round, that means you get an extra game. Right. So six years, two, 12. Say they got 15 games together. And they added. Right? 15, 16 games together they've yeah. got in the playoffs. Uh, you can do a lot of damage in 16, 17 games. I saw Mahomes 17 games in the playoffs, uh, like 4,000-some hundred yards, uh, 30-some-odd touchdowns and, like, eight interceptions. Right. I mean, it was something uncanny. And Travis Kelsey was there for the ride. For right? everything. He yeah. was there for everything. It's it's crazy because yeah. how long were Gronk and Brady together in totality? Yeah. I think Kelsey. 15 listen, years? I think Kelsey, if Kelsey goes to TV, and I don't know if that's what he's interested in. Travis? Uh, tra yeah, Kelsey, Travis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to even try his first name anymore until I remember. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. I think if he goes to TV... I think those two are much more entertaining than Goober and Goober Jr. Oh, you... <laughs> uh, they are. I'm who's, sorry. Who's... Peyton Manning might do Saturday Night Live well, and he can throw footballs at little kids with the best They're of not them. entertaining anymore. Okay? It, it died They're out not. quickly. It's dead. It, it died, died on quickly. the vine. Yeah. Uh, it, give it up. It was, it, was, it was entertaining the first year. But after that, it was just like, all right, we still yeah. doing this? Like it, we could, we should swap players. Yeah. It was entertaining, never. Okay? <laughs> you, you were never a but fan. But because of it. it was new, yeah. people wanted to flock to it and see it. And when I say flock, I use that in the loosest terms possible yeah. with italics around flock. The ratings for it wasn't spectacular. They weren't spectacular. But people, whoa, look what they've done. Whoa, they've gotten people go, whoa. <laughs> what did the playoffs showed you? That no matter who's up there talking, <laughs> who's doing what, the action on the field is what brings people to the football game. And in the playoffs, it's been so wonderfully violent. They've gone after each other. They're out there marauding almost to the way football used to be played. Yeah. Almost. They're allowing a lot more in this playoffs well, than I've they're, seen they're, in a long time. There's physicality. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know. I but normally physicality brings flags in this right. modern NFL. There's a change from the preseason to the regular season, from the regular season to the playoffs. You've seen that change. It's yeah. been visible. The intensity that is being played with. Can you maintain that over the course of an 18-game season? Probably not. Right. That's why you see a little something in reserve. But once you get to the playoffs and it's make or break – that's when you see everybody just kind of let loose. They throw caution to the wind, yeah. and it's absolute chaos. I think that's why the the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again because I, I'm not going to lie, in that Ravens game, it just felt like they understood that. It felt like they knew what they could do. You got to spin it a little bit there. You're gonna spin it. Oh, I thought you were showing off the Duncan. I'm looking at the forearms. Yeah, well, are you? Look at the strike. Been doing it. in there for an old man. Uh, Oh, yeah. Been doing a little lifting? A little like lifting Jesse, there? the body, Ventura, I have been lifting. I've been doing some again. squatting. Oh, okay. Every time I get on a toilet, Talking I about weights, squat right? down okay. and We're I got to get back yeah. out of the chair. <laughs> I get down deep in the well. 
Yeah, I'm hard pressed. I almost lost. I mean, I was so straining <laughs> to get out of that squat. I was just straining. I thought I was going to pass out. A little diamond came out from huh? exhaustion down there. What, no. What else we got? No, nothing there, but yo. Uh, uh, M and M's. No. <laughs> Milk duds. <laughs> little deer. Yeah. A little deer poop. Have the deer any dough? <laughs> yeah, two bucks. <laughs> That's an old Three Stooges joke. Oh, Have the deer any dough? Don't yeah, two bucks. Here. I'm here for you. What else you got for us <laughs> right, over I got, there, stranger? I got two more quick hitters here, um, and both are off the field. Is Vegas the best Super Bowl destination? If not, where? No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, I would offer you either New Orleans or Miami. I've never been to a Super Bowl, but... I would say probably those spots are. <laughs> Either did I. I was, there, I was there 10 years. Well, I was in the NFL well, 10 years. I never went to a Super Bowl well, either. Well, listen, so we're even. You, you went to a Super Bowl as a media member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you've gotten to the party. We went to, things. yeah, we went to 10 straight years. Yeah. When I started in 01 until about 2012, uh, we went to the Super Bowl every year. And then I think we had a hiatus in one year, and then we went over to uh, Indianapolis. Mm, mm. It was a close one. We drove. We didn't have to fly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, uh, it was one of those wink, wink, wink uh, type deals. We can't stop you from going. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, would no, say, no, I would no. say probably Miami. It's because it was, it was cost-effective to go. Yeah. As opposed to where they looked at the cost from the other years and scratched their head and said, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. So we went that See, year. if the Bears just make the Super Bowl, we could we could all go. Well, we'll all go, yeah, if they make it. That's yeah, for sure. Great. We'll all be that. You'll be, doing sh- you'll be doing shows on South Beach, baby. Oh, man. Pants oh, option. Oh, yeah. Baby. Pitbull come by. Pants option. Oh, three, it's 315, 305. Ah. <laughs> Pitbull. The, the, the Pitbull. Part. Miami. Yeah. All right. You'll get Gloria Estefan and the whole sound machine will be there. Oh, oh, oh. I'm breaking uh, stuff away. Don't worry What's about it. What's going oh, on? Put that back there. What else you got? Well, hey, can we get some glue on that thing? Look at this thing. I mean, I, heavens. I will be wearing all the linen pastel colors on South Beach. All of them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. that. I love that. All right, last one. That's a good look. You look good in lime. I feel like lime would woodwork for It would work for yeah, you. I can see you in lime. That's not a Speaking of woodwork, let's get this thing hey, fixed. Hey, Anywho, uh, important, last one. Is T-Swift going to make it to the game from Japan? Absolutely. Yeah. Why would I you? believe they've already looked at the time change and the hours and everything. Yeah. She's going to be there with bells on, cheering in her red and gold and white. and She's going to be doing a tomahawk chop. Uh, it's all going to be happening for Kansas City. You a, you a Swifty? Yeah, I went and saw her in concert. 2012, took my daughter and my two nieces. We went and saw the Red Tour. Mm-hmm. Right, my favorite song is um, "Lucky." I don't know if you've heard "Lucky." It's one of her B tracks, yeah. But I like it. It's a little slower, and uh, yeah, it hits home for the good kid. Okay, I believe you know. And then uh, "Love Story" is another one of my favorite songs out there. But Ed Sheeran opened up for her. Okay, I mean, you want to talk oh, about a duble? I love a good Ed Sheeran. How about that? A duble buble? Yeah, that's Ed not Sheeran a bad one. opening up for her. Was he Soldier Ed Sheeran? Uh, he was on. He's, he was becoming a cheer. He was becoming okay. Yes. So you saw him in the beginning. I saw him at the beginning. I bet. And Austin Mahomes opened up for them all. Okay. You don't remember Austin Mahomes? I thought you were talking about Patrick's brother. I was like, I wait a minute. What's he, he was. Doing he there? may have been an artist that wasn't willing to sacrifice. <laughs> ah. So he's still trying to make his way in the world today. Mm, Takes okay. Everything you got. I, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. My wife went through. The list of top ten Taylor Swift songs for me because she was like, "You had to have heard these." Yeah, you did. I've heard, cruel summer. I've heard three. Yeah, I think or you have. four of them. Yeah. 
because as she went through them, I was like, I've never heard this, but I've also never in my life said, I'm going to go turn on this now, Taylor Swift album. I saw her as a teenager as she opened up for um, Faith Hill mm-hmm. and for Tim McGraw. Okay. So I, I saw them twice and she opened up for them. And one time Faith and Tim did a, a, a charity function over at the House of Blues. Yeah. And they stayed and partied and sang and raised funds until about four or five in the morning. Ooh. They could not answer the bell the next day. Taylor gave us, I think she sang 12 songs. And one of them might have been a repeat, you know, as an encore. Right. Because they're in the back looking for Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Oh. And, and they're, you know, they're putting their faces on and they're trying to fit into their costumes. They had gone too hard the night before. Yeah. So I got a ton of uh, Taylor Swift that day also. And she was young, you know, like, like 18. Right. 18 at the time. And we saw her at the United Center. Yeah. Well, we didn't see her. We saw the other two, yeah, 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 but yeah. she opened up for him, so it was fun. Hey, listen, she's got talent. She can sing. 100%. She can play instrument. She can write her own music. Good for her. I'd like to see her team up with some, uh, you know, some other people. You know, who's the guy with the tattoos all over his face? Oh, uh, Jelly Jelly Peace? Roll. No, no, Jelly, Jelly Roll. Roll. I, I know Jelly Roll. Good man. I like Jelly Roll. That's, uh, that's, not him. The, the guy that's more, more, uh, more. Um, Repassed. Like he sang with the chain smokers and he did this and he did that. Uh, he did something Adam, with Adam Dua Lipa. Adam no, he doesn't have tattoos on his face. He's got a lot of tattoos. Either way, I always forget this guy's name, but Lil I like Wayne? to see her do some. Lil Wayne? Lil no. Taylor Swift, Lil Wayne combination? Not Lil Wayne. Not Lil Wayne. I don't, I don't know. I'll find out for you and I'll tell you and you'll be like, Post oh, why couldn't we? That's yes, him. That's Post Malone. I saw a picture yeah. up and there was no name. Post Malone. I, I always forget Post Malone's name. But, you know, do a little something with Post Malone. Yeah. Uh, get together with maybe Snoop, Snoopy Dog. I think she's you got know. a track with Snoop. Has she? Well, there you go. But that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a combo album. Yeah. Maybe yeah, bring yeah. Kenny Rogers out of the blue and sing Islands in the Street. Okay. Again. Yeah, right. You know, something like that. A retro yeah. album. You know, something to capture the spirit of the thing, Reg. Let's just let's just go full on chaos. Let's mix the beehive up with the Swifties. Let me get a Beyonce Taylor Swift album. Send the world into war. Uh, can uh, I suggest a producer on this? Uh, who's the producer on this one? Kanye. Oh, boy. Kanye. Beyonce will get a bigger role in, in this <laughs> album. I remember the Grammys. Now, if I, this model, never mind. Hey, appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love to another episode. Of, that's all we got, right, Eo? That was it? All right, cool. All right. Appreciate y'all for Don't tuning in. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, yeah, you do Don't forget it. to leave a 17-star 17 17 special stars. blue plate thing going on. That's all you got? I love the socks today. That's it. I mean, I look, the they're different, today. too. Oh, you going different socks? A little hole in that one. Yeah, well, I don't care. It's still wet. It's not on the bottom. As long as the, as long as the hole's not that on the bottom. getting some air there. Yeah, you know? it needs it. That's how it fumigates. See that? I got circles, big crop circles there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear dodge. Peace.